0: From the Cyber Hub bunker in studio, you're tuning in to the Cyber Hub podcast. And now for your host and CISO, James Azar. What it is, security gang. Good morning and happy Monday, April 17th, 2023, live from Tel Aviv, Israel. It's another exciting week here. um, And we've got a lot to cover on this morning's show. Apparently, from Thursday, when I recorded our last episode today, a bunch of stuff happened. A bunch of stuff happened. NCR, more information on Western Digital, Logbit making a comeback, Vice Society, Ransomware on the rise, a Chrome zero day that's that's really a major threat according to Google. CISA with a bunch of warnings and introduction of new, of new policies as well as a cyber attack that's striking Israel as uh, over the last week, week and a half or so. That we'll be talking about all on today's show so stay tuned don't go anywhere i don't have my usual espresso here i do apologize i'm actually in the offices there is an espresso machine here i haven't had a chance to make it before recording this episode so i do apologize Uh, but join me in a virtual coffee cup cheers with my espresso thank you all for being here cyberhubpodcast.com is where you can subscribe and find all the latest. Go find us on your favorite podcast, listening platform. Give us a five star rating. An awesome episode dropping Friday with my good friend, Demi ben Arid, the CTO, head of security and and co-founder of Panerais uh, that we just recorded literally right before the show aired. A great episode on generative AI that'll drop at 1 p.m. Eastern on Friday. So don't miss that. Go tune in uh, to that as well. Make sure you subscribe right here to be the first to get that. NCR is suffering a point-of-sale outage after the Black Cat ransomware attack on their infrastructure. So NCR is suffering an outage on all of its Aloha point-of-sale systems after being hit by a ransomware attack that's been claimed by the Black Cat Alpha V gang. NCR, a software and technology fintech company that provides digital banking, point-of-sale systems, and payment processing solutions for many of businesses. After several days of silence, NCR has finally disclosed the outage was caused by a ransomware attack on data centers used to power their aloha pos system on april 13th have confirmed the outage was the result of a ransomware incident upon discovering the development they began contacting customers engaging third-party cybersecurity experts and launched an investigation law enforcement was also been notified by the atlanta-based company other users are concerned about making payroll uh, on time for their employees with different customers recommending that data be pulled manually from data files until the outage is over there's a clear path to recovery and they're executing it they're working around the clock to restore to restore full service to their customers in addition they're providing dedicated assistance and workaround support to support their operation as they work towards full restoration this outage obviously in recovery does take some time as we've seen with dish network and now most recently western digital will be talking about them as well well ncr hasn't shared any information the Black Cat Group did say that Aloha Enterprise from NCR has is a victim of their ransomware, and uh, ransom demands are ranging anywhere between $35,000 to $10 million. Now, with Western Digital finally confirming that the hackers there, or criminals there, sorry, demand an eight-figure ransom for the data behind the Western Digital breach. They stole about 10 terabyte of data from the Western Digital core the uh, criminals claim to have control of the company's code signing certificate, company's executives, private numbers, their SAP back office data, and admin access to the company's Microsoft Azure cloud instance. Uh, according to TechCrunch, you spoke with the criminals in an attempt to verify their claims. The attackers provided screenshots and shared four numbers and files of their proof of holding the data hostage. They're also uh, threatening to publish the stolen data if they don't receive payment, though it's unknown whether or not Western Digital will actually hand over the funds. The extortion attempt comes after the data breach earlier this month, which we've been reporting on here um, for the last three and a half weeks has caused a huge uh, outage for a lot of their customers, taking their network out of commission for nearly 10 days. This is also a black cat type of attack, apparently. We'll see that there as well. A zero-day hit the Google Chrome uh uh, web browser on friday google joined the list of vendors dealing with zero day attacks rolling out a major chrome desktop update to fix a security defect that's already being exploited in the wild the high severity vulnerability track the cve 2023 2033 is described as a type um, a type confusion in the chrome v8 javascript engine google is aware that an exploit does exist in the wild the company said the company hasn't provided additional details of the bug or in-the-wild exploitation or any IOCs or guidance. Google has said the bug details, access to the bug details, may be kept, may be kept restricted until a majority of users update the fix. The patch that is being pushed to Chrome 112.0.5615.121 for Windows, Mac, and Linux will roll out via automatic uh, patching mechanism over the coming days and weeks. So we'll see that. The LockBit ransomware decryptor is now found targeting Mac devices while traditionally going after non-Mac devices. The new ransomware encryptors were discovered by security researchers over at the Malware Hunter team who found a zip archive on VirusTotal that contained what appeared to be the most ev- recent and available LockBit encryptors. Historically, the LockBit operation used encryptor designs for attacks on Windows and Linux and VMware ESXi servers. However, as shown below the archive, also contained previously unknown encryptors for Mac OS, ARM, FreePSD, MIPS, and Spark SPU. These were likely test builds from the LockBit group um, and were not actually used in public, but it's good to note that they're out there. Vice Securities using a stealthy PowerShell tool to target and fly under the radar apparently in their attacks threat actors are using built-in exfiltration methods like living off the land binaries and scripts negated the need to bring in external tools that might be flagged by security software or human-based security detection mechanisms according to unit 42 over at palo alto and researcher ryan chapman these methods these methods can also hide within the general operating environment aversion to the threat actor vice society being tracked by microsoft under the name dev0832 is an extortion focused group that's emerged on the scene in may of 2021 it's also known to rely on ransomware binaries sold on the criminal underground to meet its goals sentinel one detailed the group's activities back in december and they've dubbed them polyvice that implemented a hybrid encryption scheme that combines asymmetric and symmetric encryption to securely encrypt the files um so, these guys are on the move, and now they're using PowerShell for data exfiltration, making it also nearly undetectable. So, keep that in mind. Cyber attacks have struck in Israel over the last several days, including yesterday um, at the airport, where the uh, incoming uh, passengers, uh, Israelis, could not get their passports scanned in the systems due to a suspected cyber attack that's not been confirmed yet. However, all of these have been confirmed as Iran increases its pressure and hostility towards Israel. A wave of cyber attacks have hit the Israeli targets, including the Israeli Post and irrigation systems, as well as airline, transportation, and university websites. The Israeli Post detected and prevented a cyber attack from a hostile party targeting their computer server. The company shut down part of its computer system in response to the attack on Wednesday evening of last week. Most of the disabled services are still not active The attack and shut down. They didn't affect any banking services, which operate on a completely separate system. In Israel, the Israeli post office also has a banking arm and um, not just traditional post. So many people used Israeli, many underbanked folks used Israeli post for their banking since it's very accessible. Uh, there's a skilled person who planned a significant attack against the post That's not a person, that's a country. It's been attributed to Iran, according to the National Cyber Security Directorate. Uh, The cyber attack on Friday uh, also disabled the irrigation systems of at least 10 farmers in the Hula Valley of the Jordan and the Jordan family in other parts of the country, halting scheduled watering. The message, you've been hacked down with Israel, appeared on the water controllers. The National Cyber Directorate and Ministry of Agriculture announced that irrigation activities have since been resumed. Unitronics, the Israeli company that manufactures the hacked water controllers, said the company's controllers integrated into the system attacked. Um, attacked uh, Allow for rapid recovery. They acted quickly to assist customers and ensure swift resolution. Uh, they're investigating the case due to suspicious activities. Um, these were all in response to the Iranian Jerusalem Day that happened on Friday, uh, April 14th. So it's not uh, hard to uh, identify that Iran was behind op Israel, which also targeted Israeli railway and a whole bunch of other websites as well. Back into since two thousand and thirteen, this has been a standard, almost of sorts. With two CISA uh, warnings here coming out, one is a warning, and another one is a new framework. This one is the framework where CISA published a new set of principles for development of security by design and security by default for cybersecurity products. The pillar three of the national cybersecurity strategy, which was published. Last month is titled Shape Market Forces, Drive Security and Resilience. Within the section, the administration makes two points very clear. Firstly, security liability must be shifted away from the use of security products to the development of security products. And secondly, federal procurement power will be used to encourage the shift. Both points were reviewed in a speech given by Assistant Director Jen Easterly at Carnegie Mellon days earlier. She noted that insecurity has become normalized, and now they've launched a set of principles that developers can employ to achieve these ends. Uh, The principles were developed in collaboration between CISA, NSA, FBI, foreign security agencies, including those from Australia, Canada, and the UK. Top of the list of design principles is the use of memory-safe programming languages, um, where two-thirds of known vulnerabilities are memory safety vulnerabilities. Certain programming languages, as she said, most notably C and C++, lack the mechanism to prevent coders from introducing these vulnerabilities into their software by switching to Rust, Go, Python and Java, these vulnerabilities can be eliminated. So she also talks about MFA security by design and default. A great read for all of you there on this Monday morning. CISA is also warning of an Android bug that's being exploited by Chinese spies to spy on users. The CISA warned today of a high severity Android vulnerability believed to have been exploited by Chinese e-commerce app uh Pinduoduo. Pinduoduo as a zero day to spy on its users, the Android framework security flaw CVE 2023 20963 allows attackers to escalate privileges on unpatched Android devices without requiring user interaction. The Android framework contains an unspecified vulnerability that allows for privilege escalation after updating an app to a higher target SDK with no additional execution privileges needed. Google addressed the bug in security updates released in early March, saying there are indications that CVE 2023 Two zero nine or six may be under limited and targeted exploitation. The app was suspended by Google and we reported back uh, last month about that. Now uh, we know a whole lot more information on it. So there's that. That's it for our show this morning. We'll be back with a whole lot more tomorrow as we continue our Israel roadshow. Uh, make sure to tune in. Make sure to subscribe and check out the latest Israel Talk podcast with my good friend, Wes Knight. Tomorrow, I drop a brand new episode with the one, the only, the magnificent Andy Ellis as we talk about his new book that's dropping tomorrow on April 18th, 1% Leadership. It's a great, great, magnificent book by a f- former CISO, current CISO, a great industry thought leader, our good friend, Andy Ellis. You don't want to miss it. That's tomorrow on the CISO Talk podcast. Don't miss all of that and a whole lot more. Until then, have a great rest of your day. Have a great week. Quiet, peaceful, and exciting week i hope and most importantly stay cyber safe we love feedback so make sure to connect with us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform